When secret words in secret hearts assemble to remind of all the fears between our ears we wish to leave behind, the inky flame within us, oh how icily it sears, the frozen torch of fear within that grimly domineers. And in this tale of terror, in this anecdote of woe, the sailors of the Kestrel tread a path they do not know. Let us join them on this journey down the path of things they've done. So do not close your ears, because our story's just begun. My beloved bitches, bastards, and beasts, welcome to Gem Jammer. <laughs> okay. Kit is away on holiday at the moment, so I have been commissioned to do a small uh, side story for everyone. This one is technically canon and does take place at the same time, but in a sort of, sort of sidey way. You'll all see. Okay. I feel like some ring shenanigans are going to be at foot here. It was all Maybe. a dream. Maybe. But in dreams, the evening star. <laughs> Something like that. This one takes place uh, on uh, the island of Tafos. You are right. all out camping. We were on Tafos. We were camping on a beach after hanging out with some magic horses and a giant crab, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were on a crab on a That's beach. That's right. Crab yeah. beach. Crab yeah. beach. Crab beach. Nature's favorite shape. Exactly. The best baseball team to ever goddamn live. There's a crab on the beach and a tent on the crab. And a <laughs> <laughs> Once you all go back to sleep, things start to get a bit weird. Who has the highest arcana score? Ooh. Ooh. Good but question. Where's my mouse? There's my mouse. Mine, uh, I guess mine is, uh, mine's just a flat, like, I have a zero intelligence. My arcana's just a flat ten. All right. Same. Mine is, uh, I have a plus two intelligence, and then I've also got the bardic uh, good at everything, so I'm plus four. Might mm -hmm. be me. Plus four. And just in case, Arturos, you wouldn't happen to have a plus five or higher in our time. <laughs> yeah, how's your intelligence, Arturos Prosperon? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. You're funny. <laughs> Cacophony. Uh, or Win, actually. Come... She's Win right now. Oh, yes, you are win right now. Please excuse me. You come out of your trance for the night and you smell magic. Mm. Now, this is not uncommon for you to perceive magic. After all, you are a caster yourself. Uh, but this doesn't smell like magic you know. It smells a bit like smoke, mm. but also incense, but also bleach. As you see the rest of the party settling down to sleep, you see this strange, almost like rainbow-like swirl start to glaze over your eyes. You know how when you press on your eyelids, you, you got the flashing lights? Yeah. It's like that, but rainbow colors. And as you look around, you look at all the other, uh, your companions' heads, and they have this strange thing uh, floating around them as well. Mm. And you fall asleep. And as an elf, you don't usually fall asleep. Yeah, usually don't sleep. And you all awaken together at once in a large room. It's a hexagonal shape. 
about 60 feet across with a 60-foot vaulted ceiling that comes to a dome. The walls appear to be made of some kind of semi-opaque crystal or glass and uh, uh, is mostly of blue tones with lots of sparkles coming through it. If you look too hard into the walls, you can see what looks like stars, but they're not moving very clearly. In the center of the room is a pedestal about waist height with a sealed letter on it. And at each of the doors, sorry, each of the hexagonal faces set into the thing is a doorway with a closed crystal door. Hi. What? What? Uh, uh, I have a bit of an explanation. I can't wait till morning. Wasn't I naked? No, it's because something something rainbow covered our eyes and now we're here. What? Huh? Is it? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a dream. Fell asleep. Now it's a dream. You're all dreams. Is this dream? She feels around. I don't think it's a dream, everybody. (laughs) The ground is smooth and cold and hard. Jill pats down her, like, sleeping outfit, her pajamas. Okay, not naked. Not that kind of dream. Are we in our pajamas? No, you are fully dressed. No, because if it was a dream, I'd be fully naked. Is it? Is is today the last day of class? <laughs> no. It's the last day of class, and there's a class that I didn't take and forgot, and it's the final? I think that's how this works. What? Yeah. What is a final? It's like a really, really hard test at the end of a class. Class? Yeah, yeah. You... Sounds like pretty lame. Okay, uh, that's fine for you. Ar- Artie, you've had like a private tutor to teach you how to use like, I don't know, the right fork or something, right? Oh, yes. Private tutors. Yes. Yeah, it's like a private tutor, but for but for regular people, and they teach a lot of people at the same time. I mean, they have to teach all of us at the same time. I don't... Uh, okay, but like more than you and your sisters, mm. like anybody. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's like it's like a tutor, but for like anybody that takes the the class. I mean, well, for me, it was mostly like you know. Why would seminary. anyone want to be taking class? Because then you learn things, Artie. I don't have the time to explain public education to you. You know, I think that this might not be a dream. Because I don't think I could dream this conversation. Because <laughs> I don't understand half of it. And how could my brain dream a thing that I don't understand? Well, I'm not having an immediate anxiety nightmare. So you, so I don't usually have like regular dreams. So yeah. Yeah, this might be real. We were on a beach, right? On a crab, yes. Right, right. The crab, and then the crab left, and then we went back to sleep in the crab sand. They buried me in the sand. Your ring didn't do anything, did it? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I look at it, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Because the last time we all got spirited away somewhere... That's true. That was bad. Well, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. Fond memories. Fun costumes, though. (laughs) Really impractical and hard to run in, but fun. You will note that, uh, I I think I already said this, uh, that you are in your full uh, adventuring gear right now. That's not a problem. 
Oh, you're not in cool. your jammies. Oh, oh. So when I patted down my pajamas, it went clang, clang, clang. That is correct. Okay. Huh. I don't usually sleep in plate. That's usually really uncomfortable. It's uh, typically a good way to gain levels of exhaustion. Yeah. You have this tall, hexagonal, uh, glassy, crystalline room uh, with a pedestal in the middle and a sealed envelope on the pedestal and six doors in each one in each face in each wall. I swear to Ethla, if there's another death's head at the end who has riddles for us. <laughs> Beside each door is a sconce with an unlit torch in it. Hmm. All right. Is there one? All right. Somebody find a torch. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, first I of all, I have a feeling we're going to have to go through pedestal. each of those doors one by one, and as we finish, the torch will light up. But uh, Wynne walks up to that pedestal and picks up the envelope. Well, wait, what if there's, what if there's traps, Wynne? If, if there's you, traps. You want to check, check for traps first? I can check for traps, yes. Okay. A, a carpet tried to eat us last time something like this happened, so I'm oh, just saying. Oh, that was just the first thing that tried to eat us last time we didn't check yeah. for traps. The last don't, time don't. we got last time we got spirited away and didn't check for traps, everything wanted to kill us. Should I roll investigation? Uh, you don't need to roll anything to examine it. Oh, okay. You can tell that this is a envelope of very fine, delicate paper, not parchment. And uh, on it, there is a. It is folded into a self-contained envelope with a crystalline seal that sparkles all colors of the rainbow in the light. Is there, like, a crest or anything on the seal? Is it stamped with anything? Nothing coherent. It's basically, like, a mound of crystal growth, so it's not very, uh... Ah. I got dibs on that seal. All right. When you want to pop it? She checks to make sure there's not a pressure pressure paint beneath it, but then lifts it up and pops it to look inside. Okay, uh, the seal crumbles away in your hands, I'm afraid. Sorry, uh, sorry, Artie. And little fragments uh, tinkle to the top of this pedestal. And you open it up, and written in fine handwriting in silvery ink, almost platinum. Oh, like a gel pen. Like a gel pen, yes. Is uh, written another poem. But, well, for you, this is the first poem. The princess is imprisoned in a solid crystal throne. She sought you out to save her, for to her your strength is known. Before the light will clear the way, before that road you tread, Extend into your hearts and walk towards the dark instead. Hmm. Says when, uh, and then reads this aloud to everybody. Huh. Looks like we're here to save a princess. Oh, a princess. Artie puts his hands on the dis dissolved crystal shards. No! <gasps> and then he, s he swipes it into his hair. <laughs> Ooh. Good choice. Nice. That's a good effect. It is going to be another riddle one. But this looks cooler. It's less uh, spooky and cold. Well, I guess it's kind of cold. It's not so spooky. Huh. I like this place better. I still think it's going to kill us. That's entirely mm. possible. So, so there's a princess in a crystal box. All right. We're probably going to have to play like some kind of game amongst ourselves to figure out who gets to kiss a princess. I will kiss oh. a princess. Hey, 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 we should, hey get we in should line. Get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she's not a dragon, I'm only moderately interested. Okay, all right. So she just sort of points a finger between the two members of Nap Squad. 
we're gonna have to wait and see and see if and see how hot this princess is and who's in, and who's interested in the princess. But someone might have to kiss a princess. Oh no, you uh, poor I, things! I'd volunteer to kiss a princess, probably. All right, all right, all right, Katniss. I've kissed many princesses. See, exactly. You've already right. kissed princesses. Yeah, you've already done it. Yeah, we haven't gotten to kiss princesses yet. Yeah, so yeah. you might not do it right. Ugh. Okay, okay, look. Maybe we'll form a line. We'll form a queue. A princess kissing queue. <laughs> anyway, we should probably actually try to get there first. I played a game like yes. this one, says Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to put my little face up against one of these crystal walls that's not a door. That's not a door. What would you like to do? I'd like to do my best when I'm like really up close to look through it and see if I can see anything else about the surroundings other than just the vague starriness. Well, against your face, the wall feels very cold and hard. The The opacity seems quite dense. You can see like flickers of stardust in there. And it does seem to be moving ever so slowly, but there's not, like, a whole lot of vision you can get in there, I'm afraid. All right. Worth a try. Well, pick a door, any door? Want to just start from the left and go steadily one by one? Well, it's a circle around you, so, um... What if we just... Artie? Huh? What if you extend a hand, point, and we spin you around? That's the only sensible way to do it. I mean, it's not, I mean, like, Jill starts, like, Jill is already, like, making making some notes in her journal. It's like, well, I mean, we have to be methodical about this, but there's no point. Like, we just got to pick a starting point, right? Yeah. You know what? I agree to this. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Alviva, you want to do the honors? Yes. Already <laughs> closes his eyes. And Alviva very weakly <laughs> tries to spin this uh, That's powerful right. he's, chunky he's gonna be kind of fish dead, around. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Artie, please roll a d6. You got it. That's a two. That's a two. Rightio. So, that direction is now north, and this door you have picked is to the north for ease of uh, figuring things out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yes, this, this door is now your north, and you have selected it. What do you do? It's that one. Let's let's go through it then. Okay. Makes a note on the journal, on the scratch paper, and all right. Uh, check uh, for traps. Walks over and let's uh, open. Checks for traps, and then opens the door. Okay. Uh, looking over the door, you do not see anything that seems like it could be a trap. Uh, it seems actually pretty benign. This door immediately leads to a set of rocky stairs going downwards, and uh, as you progress down the stairs. There is a there is a bright blue light towards the bottom, shining uh, all around. As you reach the bottom of the stairs, you actually come out onto a massive stone bridge, about, I want to say about 30, 25 to 30 feet wide. And this stone bridge is made of uh, a dark rock. And down either side, it looks like a very, very sharp drop that goes down into what seems to be some kind of water. Ahead of yeah. you... The bridge spans out. Uh, surrounding it are these strange pools of, of uh, glowing water that appears to be full of stardust. And at the front of you is a ziggurat with a crystal throne atop it. Ooh. Well, we done found it. We did it. We found the crystal throne. We're really good at this. <laughs> huh. 
I cannot stress enough how bright this light is. It hurts to look at. This also looks cool as hell. Let it be noted, for the people who can't see this, that there's vfx on this <laughs> yeah no there's there's a light effect at the top of the cigarette and it's, it's a cool map it's extremely cool this is very neat anna thank you i do yeah, see a awesome. uh, i do see a patreon logo at the bottom yes uh credit goes to demille's wondrous works on patreon for this map nice yeah so that is what you see it looks like the ocean i kind of want to have a bath in those cool Stardust pool is going to be honest. This light is painfully bright. I, I need to point out that it feels hard to look at and even harder to move towards. Mm. Okay, so how far can we get before it just starts being too painful to get anywhere near? At this point, uh, not very far. You've got the entrance uh, down the bottom, as you see, and you can only mm. get about 10 feet before it is just too much. <sighs> Do we have blindfolds? So we, I I think we have to go through the dark, which might be the other doors. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, Fuck. Um, when turns to lead the way back out of this and pulls out a little bit of lipstick and is going to draw on the door a little throne. Okay. Nice, very cool. smart. Righto. So you return back to the hub. All right. Do we want to go to? that one next and she points to number three which is i assume the one directly to the east yeah let's let's just go clockwise i guess yeah clockwise we've gotten through the north door we now want to go into the uh northwest door oh no you're right northeast, northeast. Door. unless so we go anti-clockwise just to be um reverse like that going in wittershin seems like it would be a bad idea in some kind of fantastical plane we don't know shit about yeah, but maybe that's why we should do it. It's what they won't expect us to do. <laughs> yeah, I will always want to go to the left. Oh, right, right. No, you, you, you have a, <laughs> you have a Zoolander problem, don't you? <laughs> I was thinking more of like to the left, to the left. Are you everything you own in the box to the left? left. <laughs> oh no, what are you talking about? Beyonce. Oh, okay, okay. So we've got the throne to the north. And now we're choosing the northeast door. Which is, in a way, left, because we're stepping out of the north door. And that going is left. true! Okay, so you want to go to uh, this door here where Alexi has her marker? Correct. Okay, cool. Uh, so you approach the door, and who tries the handle? I don't know. I can try it this time. Okay, sure. Uh, this handle does not move. I don't mean it rattles. I mean it doesn't move. It feels completely solid. Uh, I got nothing. Guess we gotta bash this one. Somebody's stronger. Wait, uh, wait, she... is it a push door? <laughs> no, it is an inaccessible door. It is, uh, in Silent Hill 2 format, uh, Silent Hill format, uh, this door is broken and won't budge. Ah. <laughs> okay, uh, one of you guys want to give this one a shot? If it's broken, it sounds like an arty, arty strength. You want me to shoot it? No, not shooting it. Metaphor. Use your hands. Not the gun hand. Not the cannon I... hand. <laughs> this is a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Artie tries it. You try the handle or you try to shoot it? Oh, he'll try the handle. Um, Thank you. The handle, again, does not budge. 
uh, you are pretty sure that this door will not open until the right time. It's locked. Well, let's go to the next one. Oh, plot lock. I'm just, I'm just going to run around all the doors, and on each one I'm just going to run up, grab the handle, give it a shove, and if it doesn't move, run to the next one. Yeah. I'm going to do an exhaustive search. Sure. So, uh, on the door to the southeast, you touch the handle, and it changes. It morphs into the shape of Juliana's head. Oh! Ah! Um, <laughs> ah! That's Jill's door, is, I guess. Is that your face? Okay. I'm I'm gonna keep going because that that's just troubling. <laughs> so the next one, <laughs> you touch it and it morphs into the shape of Cacophony's head. Hmm. When right. or right. when or Cacophony? Uh, it's hard to say. Both. It could be both. It's hard to say. Ah. Oh. Oh. Is it one of those lenticular images where from one angle it looks like when and one angle it looks like Cacophony? Sure. Ooh. Yeah, and as you move around, you try and you get uh, Artie's door here. And last of all, Alviva. It's a door in my own face. <laughs> as you touch the handle, it does not change into your own face. It opens. No, oh, I guess we're oh. going through that door. And there is darkness. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this. Wynn kind of drifts around looking at all the uh, creepy door handle faces. And walks up behind Alviva with the open door. Says, I, I guess we're doing you first, Alviva. Mm. Whatever that means. Well, okay, but you can shut it if you want, and we can try yes. to handle yours later. Or I could get it over with. You could. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing. It could be a uh, good thing. Doesn't feel like a good thing. It could be a good thing. Could be a great. Could be a great thing. thing. Could be a good, good, could, could be. I'll have optimism. I want to know. I want to know. I want to sneak. I want us to be sneaky. And I want to get uh, to the bottom to find what's, okay. I want you to try and be sneaky. I will do my very best. And just see what it, what it is. And then we can go back. Okay. We're probably going to shut okay. behind okay. us okay. as soon as we enter. But yeah, definitely. Artie puts a hand on Alviva's shoulder and um, just says... At the end of the day, we can drink to forget. <laughs> Artie has a valid point. Juliana right. winces. Maybe don't get into a habit of drinking to forget. But that's not really here nor there right now. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Sneakily. Okay. okay. You ready? Uh, yes. Okay. You going to try and sneak? Yes. Okay. Everybody, please roll stealth checks. I will apologize in advance for whatever I'm about to roll. I got a 17. I got a 16. I got a 24. <laughs> I got a 5. Okay. <laughs> Just Charlie Browning over here. <laughs> I got a rock. This is this is typical. This is me. It's this the clink, sense. clank, clink, clank. I, I go clink, clank, clink, clong. It's, it is my, <laughs> my lot in life. It is my won't. You step into the darkness, and those of you with dark vision, it does not penetrate this. This is magical darkness. Mm. Ah, it's always magical darkness. There are stairs leading down, and there is a railing to hold on to. Anybody have any light? Yo. Thank you. I, I, I just make a little ball of light. Uh, it is immediately snuffed by this. Oh. The fuck? That's a null. All right. You said there was a... We, we felt out a railing? 
Did you, you felt out a railing. You can okay. You yeah. can you can see the top stair, and there's a little railing sticking out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one hand on the railing, one hand holding a buddy. Link up. We can do it. We can do a cha-cha line. So the person in front is being held. Not. I guess I will go first, which is not normal, but it feels like I should because it's my room. Uh, Artie will go second. I'll bring up the rear just because I go clink long. Cool. So your footsteps echo around you as you step down these uh, the stairway. It's quite cold in here. Not not uncomfortably cold, but there is a notable sense of chill after coming from the warm beaches of of Tafos. As you step down. There, is seemings to, there seems to be a faint light penetrating the darkness, and you stumble out of the um, out of the stairways and into this light, and this is what you see. Oh, pile a of colossal gold. room filled with piles and piles of treasure. Holy shit! In huh. the distance, there is a massive statue. Holding, uh, it appears to be some sort of great and terrible queen, uh, with a uh, a scepter, and coming from the tip of that scepter is a magical beam that is firing uh, at a doorway at the back of the wall, covering it with blue glowing light. In front of that doorway and completely blocking your passage is just a massive pit. Hmm. Hmm. Seems to be some sort of stone relief carved opposite the statue what do you do looking suspiciously at treasure <laughs> you're looking at the treasure suspiciously because we're in wind says aloud to everybody because we're in a strange place that we didn't expect to be abducted to last time we saw a pile of treasure like this it turned into a giant golem that tried to eat us but we did get a bunch of electrum afterwards we yes. did get the bunch of yeah but I'm saying that this is a much bigger gold pile, which implies yeah, much bigger golem. Yeah, this is more golem. gold than I've ever seen in my entire life. I need to stress for the viewers, uh, this room is massive, and it's like Olympic swimming pool size mounds of gold. Yeah. And gems, and fine silks, and furniture, and chests, and artifacts. This is so much wealth just to put this in language that pretty much mostly jake mason will understand this is three cubic acres of gold this is a scrooge money bin full of gold and you are all standing just beyond it so you haven't quite stepped onto it yet and we have to get through to the other side i'm not gonna step onto it i am also afraid it's going to eat me okay look if we have to get to the other side then i'm just gonna put my hands you know, out, like, I am not touching any of the gold, and I'm just going to, like, almost like I'm balancing, and I'm just going to step forward and start trying to get across the gold pile. Okay, you do actually get across without too much trouble, but as you walk over it, you notice something interesting about this gold. Mm -hmm. About half of it is shining coins, uh, glittering gems, uh, fine sticks of furniture, uh, beautiful silks, artifacts from uh, strange and lost places. The other half is corroded coppers, bits of glass, broken pottery, cheap cotton and linen fabric, uh, torn upholstery, shattered chests. It's about a 50-50 ratio of good stuff and junk. Huh. Huh. Yeah. I think we got a 
like a like a goblin market gold slash magpie situation here. Huh. Uh, Wynne starts trailing after Jill. I guess I'll follow the gang. I also want to ask uh, Breadsticks to help me out in terms of uh, seeing through her eyes and getting her to kind of go around to the side of where the statue is so that, or, or potentially over the pit to get a look at this relief, the stone relief that's on the other side of the wall. Yeah, sure. So coming over here, Breadsticks uh, sees a few things. By the edge of the pit, there are a number of shovels. And across from the pit, there are words uh, etched into this relief, which I will write here for you because it's uh, easier to put it this way. It's going to be the level of translation that Breadsticks looks at written words that then get transmitted transmitted (laughs) into uh, my brain, and then I read them aloud to the rest of the group. And the words say? Uh, Show me nothing but wealth. Oh, so it's one of those things where we have to find, like, the meaningful thing amid all the money. And just shovel it in a big hole? Unless we actually have to sit here and rake out all of the non-junk from the junk. It's gonna take fucking forever. Which will take a really long time. And I don't... I I don't... I, I It feels more symbolic than that, right? Right. Unless it wants something from... That we consider wealth. Wait, isn't this Alviva's door? Yeah. So yeah. Maybe what Alviva so, considers wealth? Yeah. Alviva, what's, what's your wealth? <laughs> it's a deep question. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it is weird, because I will say the con- I'm still kind of getting used to the whole- uh, shiny things can be exchanged for goods and services. It can buy many peanuts. So, <laughs> so, I mean, the shiny stuff's cool. The artifacts seem neat. There's a part of me that wants to be looking for a cool sword. But it isn't the kind of stuff I super care about. I mean, it lets me trade for things I like better, like practical things. So, I mean, like, shiny's nice. I don't know. It's weird. Wynn moves forward to try and kind of look at the face of the statue. Yeah. Is yeah, it, sure. They're familiar. Okay. So looking at the statue, uh, first thing, again, for the viewers, you need to understand that this statue is enormous. Its yeah. base is about 25 feet by 25 feet, and it's at least 10 meters high, which is like 30 foot. Uh, it's enormous. Uh, it appears to be of a woman wearing these amazing uh, fine robes carved out of timber. This whole statue is wooden. Oh. And uh, the face is looking across at the uh, at the relief that says, show me nothing but wealth, also carved into this, uh, this wooden plaque embedded into the wall. The scepter is the only part that is not made of wood. The handle is, but the tip is made of some kind of crystal. And her face isn't familiar. Her face is not familiar, no. Hmm. What happens if we chuck stuff that's not a wealth? I mean, I'm tempted to just take, like, one of the gems or something and toss it in a pit and see what happens. I'm a little worried that then I'll get fucking blasted by a scepter or something, but... Okay, well, scientific method, we form a hypothesis, and then we end up testing it with a couple of different variables. Um... 
Yeah, let's try taking something comparable and uh, from both sort of the junk category and the rich category and toss them in and see what happens. I don't think we'll get much of a result, but it's worth checking out. All right. I do like throwing things. You do. You do that like part throwing I like. things. Throwing things is fun. I do, and I like tossing things in pits. Maybe that's why this is my room. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the nasty pit. Just like the nasty pit. I used to throw all kinds of things into the nasty pit. <laughs> Okay, so fine. So, like, it sounded like we have, like, some combo categories, like some nice furniture and some shitty furniture, or, like, some nice fabric and some shitty fabric. Oh, I like the furniture. Yeah, you've got nice gems and pieces of glass, uh, fine uh, fine coins versus corroded pennies, etc. Is there just, like, a shitty chair? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I, I pick up a shitty chair. And I throw the shitty chair into the pit. Okay, so a few things happen here. First, <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> the chair uh, falls down into the pit. It disappears into the blackness. It doesn't seem to be like unnatural darkness doing that. It is just very, very deep. You do not hear any kind of sound as it lands. Uh, the okay. second thing that happens is that the statue's eyes glow red. And several of these uh, crystalline uh, gems and stuff sprout arms and legs and spring to life. Oh. And I'd like everyone to roll initiative, please. Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Alexi Peppers, Rio Rios, Kit Walker, and Mackenzie Weaver, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio Rios, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. Check out our website at crookedrussiancam.horse or .gay. You can also find bonus Gem Jammer content at patreon.com slash thegemjam, including Gilliana's private diary, as well as bonus content for our other shows. Thank you very much for listening, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. My cats are, uh, pawing at the door <laughs> to leave the house or to leave the bedroom. Oh no, to get into the bedroom. How dare I close a door for... <laughs> Father, why have you forsaken us? Because other people live in this house. I did not attempt to podcast where the dog is, because the dog is not <laughs> not as chill as a cat. I tried to podcast with the dog for a while, but then it turned out that for some that for whatever reason she hates it when I say the word test. Huh. huh. So that makes it hard to check my audio.